Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Do you think clamping is a necessary evil? New figures show that four in every ten appeals against clampers were upheld last year. Motors having proof of payment and inadequate signage were the most common reasons for a successful appeal. In other words, if there's no sign-up saying you can't park there, how are you supposed to know? And the National Transport Authority dealt with almost five second-stage appeals every day last year. The Irish Times reports that the NTA is hiring additional staff to deal with the volume of appeals uh, coming before it. But today I want to talk about clamping and ask you if you think it's a necessary evil. Last week we did a bit of an incident here at the radio station. Poor old Helena was clamped. Yep, by a private clamper on a public street. That's what I couldn't figure out. It's a public street, but she was clamped by a private clamper and had to pay €120 to get the clamp off. €125, sorry, Helena. €125 to get the clamp off. Now, I can honestly verify she was literally there 20 seconds. She stopped the car, put the hazard lights on. She was basically bringing the car park key back in to leave it at reception because that's what happens here. We take a loan of it, open the car park, drop the key back in before we go home. And she was taking the car park key back in to leave it at reception, ran back out to her car, and he was putting the clamp on her car and wouldn't stop. When she said, you know, oh gosh, like I, I don't have the money. We said, you shouldn't have parked here. Mercenary, absolutely mercenary. They don't care. I don't understand how a private clamper can clamp on a public street, but there you go, they did. In any case, many people believe it's necessary that people like Helena, for example, shouldn't illegally park. Even if it is only for a couple of seconds, literally 20 seconds, they shouldn't park illegally. I want to know what you think. Other believe, people believe it's a good thing because it deters people from abandoning their cars and say that when fines were the only option, many people simply just didn't pay them. And I'm sure we have all come across a clamper at one point in our lives. I think it's fair to say a clamp on your car... Uh, can easily ruin your day. It's happened to me about four times, I'd say. Is it a necessary evil? Let me know what you think. 087-188-0008. Tyg, you're on Classic Hits. Niall, how are you doing? Good to hear you. Good. Tyg, I remember when the clamping started back in 2001, I think it was mm-hmm. at the time. Owen Keegan was the man who had the, the motivation for this. And, and the campaign was called Get Dublin Moving. Right, that's when it started right. in Dublin first, right? Get Dublin moving. And the idea was, a good idea, the intention was good, to stop people double parking, you know, restricting traffic, etc., yep. etc. But now it's turned into a money-making racket. Well, it's completely wrong. I mean, clamping doesn't solve parking issues. In actual fact, the council is more responsible at the moment for congestion in Dublin City and around the country, generally speaking. It's self-inflicted issues we have. You know, in Ireland, in, in Dublin, the, it's definitely the county council, the city corporation, which is causing congestion. And that's their, they've come out and they've said that. They don't want any cars in the city centre. They want cars out. They're approving only buildings now that have don't have car parking spaces and all of this kind of thing, which is going to make parking and driving absolutely horrendous. Even when we're all driving EVs and electric vehicles and all that kind of thing, we'll still all be suffering from the idiots at the moment. Uh, mm. Very bad decisions. So clamping came in at the very tail end of a period when we actually accepted that we had to have an economy. Now, today, the economy is booming along and our civil servants don't accept we need an economy anymore. So they say we can plague the economy until it's dead. 
by doing all kinds of stupid things, which they do every day of the week. <laughs> uh, Pinning uh, the tail on the donkey, so to speak, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, they're cutting the neck of the golden goose. Uh, well, I, every day, I mean, like. I can understand, you know, punishments for people who, you know, in, in the middle of, say, Leeson Street, which is a busy street, double yeah. parking or something like that. But, or, but clamping doesn't work. Clamping no, it actually doesn't. makes the problem worse because... It leaves I the car there. Your, yeah. your girl there was probably stuck on the side of the road uh, she was. longer then she would have been there even if she was illegally parked. So it's actually probably doubled the amount of illegal parking. She would have been in and out in 20, 30 seconds. Literally, he must, have been, he must have been watching her. But but she was there then. She had to wait for him to come back then to take the clamp yeah. off. And she's a girl as well. And there's a huge element of that. They look for victims. I'll tell you, if maybe if you or I went in and out, he probably would have said... I'd have wrapped the clamp around his neck. <laughs> no, and this, these are issues that they're looking at and, and they're looking for easy victims. And but here's, by the way, here's the thing. Maybe you're familiar with this, Tag, but as I'm not, yeah. how, can a, how can a private clamper clamp on a city street? Well, if they have a, 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 con- a public contract, uh, maybe they could, but I don't think they should be... I think the city corporation should be doing all that, but I don't think clamping should be done anyway. I mean, first of all, this is... Very, very old-fashioned. The idea of clamping went out in the 70s in other countries. Today, there's many more ways of avoiding all this. First of all, in England, they don't clamp at all. They have cameras everywhere. They let Didn't they ban it in Scotland? They banned private clamping in Scotland. Uh, sure, they should ban all clamping. Clamping and speed ramps are to do things oh, that speed cause ramps. more yeah. problems. Uh, it's not just for drivers. It's for everything. I'll tell you a good one. Uh, just as regards, I used to live in Germany in the mid-90s, and I, I, I worked for a company there making automotive paint, right? And uh, they, they, was, they were very big into the green side, you know, this ecology con- and all that kind of thing. And uh, they were way ahead of us. And at that time, they said, uh, in order to br- bring emissions down for cars, they said, you have to look at the holistic car, you know? So it goes from the manufacturer all the way through to the disposal and the maintenance and the running and all that. Like, petrol only accounts for something like 8% of fuel, CO2 emissions. Mm-hmm. But maintenance accounts for 92%. And what you get on that side of it is speed ramps cause more damage to cars than anything else. In other words, every time you break something on your car, someone in China has to throw a ton of coal on. Well, I, have a, I have a car that's only a year old, and I end up getting a wheel bearing replaced because, well, of, a speed, because of a speed ramp. Exactly. And okay, well, we'll, we'll, hang on. Do me a favor. We're going off on a tangent a little bit, but stay there for a second, because Fran, you also agree clamping is unnecessary. Yeah, how you doing? Ed? How you doing, Fran? Uh, clamping is a money-making operation. That's all it is. It's not to relieve traffic congestion. It's not to try to you know, stop people parking anywhere. It's a money-making operation. Uh, I'm sort of connected with the industry, but not directly. Right. But I what does that mean? Exactly <laughs> <laughs> what, what does so, that mean, not directly? You're making I'm, the clamps. Uh, no, I'm in the security industry. Right, okay, okay. So they sort of tie in every so often. You know, if you're working in an apartment block or, you know, uh, an office block, you tie in with them or they tie in with you and you see what's happening. Yeah. Actually, I'll give you one story. I was doing uh, an office block and there was a shop across the road and this guy went in to make a delivery. He packed up everything he could. He ran into the shop. He no longer closed the door of the shop and the clamper was outside clamping him. See, I thought there had to be a bit of grace time or something like that. Well, you see, this is where it's a great... It needs to be regulated because a clamper can clamp anybody at any time. You don't have to be five minutes or 20 minutes away from your car. They just sit there. Most of well, in the, the, in the old days when they gave a ticket, unless you were on a clearway, 
Um, if you parked on a double yellow line or whatever it was, you got it. I think there was a bit of grace, wasn't there? There was a little bit of grace. They well, they should. They recommend yeah. it should be something like ten, fifteen minutes before they actually put a clamp on. But everybody knows they sit on roads, they watch cars parking, and then they're up like a light as soon as the person walks away from the car. Yeah. So there's obviously they they obviously have a figure that they have to get by the end of the month because it's not going to look good if they're returning every day and they haven't clamped everybody. But it's a, it's a just it's just money making. That's all there is. It like, is. I mean, if you, if you take a oh, they're making millions out of it. I seen it a couple of years ago. They actually, I think, the police have a truck which can lift cars. Mm. That is a better option because if a car, let's say, a car parks in a bit of a country. You clamp it. That's going to be there for till the driver comes back. It could be 10 hours, 12 hours. It's Mark, you used to be a clamper, Mark, did you? <laughs> Don't be telling everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, you evil man, you. How did you get the job, by the way? During the interview, did they say, will you take sweets off children? Yes, you've got the job. <laughs> i tell you what. Uh, uh, you know, for, for me, anyway, it was, it was a case of this is the only walk that's going. Uh, you have a job, do you want the job? And and that's the long and the short. Of and it. was that private clamping, by the way? Or private do- company, a couple yeah. of different private companies, which will remain nameless. nameless yeah. I'm sure everybody knows who they are. We all know which ones they are. The one that clamped Helene last week. More than likely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, Noel, to be honest with you, it's, it's, a, it's, it's dog's work. It's, it is absolute dog's work. And I don't think anybody... I'm sure there is a couple of lads that love what they do, but I don't think... This guy that met Helena last week seemed to love what he was doing. Oh, some of them do. Some of them, some of them I'd say, went to Campbell Moore for the interview and couldn't <laughs> get it and took the next available... The next the available, available power trip. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, did you... Have you ever clamped somebody and then went, jeez, I feel really bad now, jeepers, creepers. I'll tell you what, one, one instance. We used to do a lot of the Dublin City Council housing complexes. Right. And I had clamped this fella in Bishop Street. And normal Joe Soap, like myself and yourself, and he's like that, the Dublin City Council, they'll give you a call to say, they've their, their little yeah, car catchers, as, as they call them, that live in the complex that say, you know, that car shouldn't be there. Yep. They're not a resident, and they should have a permit. And you get the call and you head out. And I clamped this old banger of a car, and it was no longer on, and the ticket done. And this young fella come back, about 19 or 20, he was like, oh, mate, I said, sorry, mate. I said, look, it's done. If it wasn't done, you know, you might have been able to sort something out. I said, but it's done. And it's gone through. There's nothing I can do. All you can do is pay. But look, he can bang in and appeal. He's like, ah, oh, look, mate, it's not worth it. Here, look, I'll pay you anyway. And he, he had me over 120 euros. He was in signing on the social welfare in Bishop Street, social welfare office. He was only after getting his payment back. He oh, gave no. me 120 euros out of 188. Um, now, look, he was nice. He didn't. There was no argument. There was no nothing like that. But I'm, I'm sitting looking at him counting out the 20 euros. He only had to get now to the post office saying, you have to just take her off and let the poor chap go. But uh, you can't. And honestly, in all honesty, now the system that they run now, you can't. There is ways around it. Oh, by the way, so, so getting back to Helena. So Helena was clamped on a street. But, but it, because the street is near apartments, do they have the right to them clamp on streets? Yeah. If, if if the signs if the signs in place the sign was in place yeah yeah there is well, a sign what, hap- what happens is on that part of the street in, in general um it's it's belonging to the complex including the footpath and the roadway the entranceway into the apartment complex would be owned actually by the management company who own the complex and that takes Dublin City Council out of the persuasion. 
but Dublin, Dublin City Council actually don't have any cars. They have a, they're, they're, that's a private company. That's right, yeah, of course, yeah, they're on the contract, yeah. That's DSEPS, um, and they, like that, it's out for tender, and they have a... Oh, there's huge money to be made in it, by the way. Yeah. Oh, it's massive money, massive amount of money, in, in regards to employers. And do you ever have anyone crying their eyes out, like? All the time, all the time. One of, one of the lads, one of the lads I recently walked with, he just, there was, he used to send me a message on WhatsApp, I have another one, and they were screaming, oh, my dad's leg fell off, and it was around the corner, and this happened, and the stories you get, and the tears you get. And what about grace? Is there a, here's the grey area that, you know, Fran was talking about a second ago. Is there a, is there a grace period? There is, depending on the offence in question. So, if you pull into a pay in the play car park, um, and you leave the car park, you could be leaving to go and get changed for the machine. You're, you have to give 15 minutes grace. It used to be the case where they stick a yellow sticker on your window. That's your warning notice. It has the time, it has the date, it has the bigger registration, all that. So it's Helena bad. literally parked her car, yes. put on her hazard lights, ran up to the, the door of Classic Kids, was putting the, the car park fob in, didn't chat to anybody, <laughs> just threw it there, and was, went back out again and he was putting the camp on. No, unless, unless the vehicle is a mobilised, while you're away from the vehicle. So the clamp has to be on, the lock has to be closed in order for the car to be immobilized. If that car is not immobilized, Helena as well within our right to jump into the car and drive away. They can't continue to clamp the vehicle. Okay, Helena, was, was, was the car immobilised, Helena? Uh, he got it on, yeah. Oh, he got it on, well, did he? Was well, the lock he closed? In the middle. He hadn't, although what I will say is I immediately called up to say, ah, come on, like I was only 20 seconds gone and they couldn't find my car because he hadn't input the information yet. Yes. Yes, well, you see, you're not allowed to input any information until the vehicle is fully immobilised. But the lock has to be closed. So he could have took it off. He could have taken it off. Yeah, yeah but he, he was being a dick. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> but look, the car, like you, you hear it, you hear instances of, you know, uh, or I was at the machine getting changed, and when I was coming back, the fellow was about to put the clamp on the car, and he asked him not to, and he continued on, and he still clamped the car. If that vehicle's not immobilised. They cannot immobilize your vehicle while you're there or while you're... All you have to do is get into the vehicle. It can't be... Once your vehicle is occupied, it can't be immobilized. You're not illegally parked, you're stopped. And by the way, when you were out on a Saturday night with your friends, did you tell your friends what you did for a living? <laughs> <laughs> out on a Saturday night, Noel. They want you to walk Saturday night. They want you to walk every day. Every it's it's quite a shameful job to admit, Mark, isn't it? It is. It is. <laughs> That's the way I'm back on the building sites now. Nobody wants to kill you as much on the building sites. Did anyone ever swing at you? No, I'll tell you what, I had one fella at uh, Good Brody Stockbrokers on the sweepstakes road there. He came behind me and grabbed me. He told me I was jumped out of the bushes. This is what he told me. I jumped out of the bushes and what happened was I pulled up and he had said to the girl, she was going into some insurance company that's down there. And I said, look, you can't leave your car there. If you leave your car there, it's going to be clamped. It'll only be a minute. I said, look, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt here. I don't have to. You can't park there. You're don't the walk away, yeah. Just move your car up, find yourself a spot. Uh, it'll be only a minute. I walked off. And I said, right, you ha- I gave you a notice. I gave you a warning. You don't want to listen to me. I'm going to clamp you. So I clamped the car. This fella come along with his suit and his fancy blade much. And he, he grabbed me. Sure, I turned and the elbow might have been a little bit too high and kind of caught him. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, he called the guards. Uh, and the guards have you done for assault? 
And now, the, the guards arrested him for assault for grabbing me in the first place. Patrick, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Patrick? Hi, Niall. Yeah, um, I've experienced people parking, disabled parking a lot. I've been disabled myself. Right. So I would say maybe rather than clamping, it's better if you towed it away and you'd pay the fee to get your car back. Yeah, well, I mean, because the clamping just it, it disables the, the, the bay, I suppose. Mar- I mean, it just leaves the car sitting there for two hours. Pretty much, yeah. And, of course, people with no badges on obviously park in the disabled parking. There is a special fine, isn't there, for disabled parking, that if you use that, you know what I mean, if you use the disabled parking, that is it a €250, Euro, I think, is the fine? Isn't it? It's a lot bigger, isn't it, for parking in disabled bay? Yeah, but to see, the fine is only as good as enforcement. Well, this is true, yeah. And do you find, you it's a, is it a big problem, Patrick? Oh, God, yeah. Say, like, any of the little Araldis or any of those, people will just park either on the disabled parking space or they'll park adjacent to it. So rather than being in the disabled space, they're at the space nearly inside the door almost. Right, OK. Uh, park because people don't want to walk any distance anymore. Yeah, because they are always the closest to the door, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Know? Are you? Uh, then, by the way, are you a wheelchair user yourself? No, I'm no. not, but I have a severe condition on my spine that I need a walking stick, and some right. days I can... Uh, maybe what would take you five minutes could take me half an hour. Right, okay, okay. And did, is there an adequate amount of uh, disabled spaces? I, you'll see a lot of them empty around shopping centres and what have you, but when you go to other places, I suppose, that we don't think of, is there an adequate ama- amount of disabled spaces? Well, not in the um, University Hospital Limerick. Right, okay. And when I have to park in, in any ordinary one, I can't open the door wide enough to actually get out because I need an extra wide uh, space for getting out to open the door so that I can get out of the car. Right, okay. And what happened was with a multi-story car park that they built a new section of the hospital, when you come out of the lift, in normal uh, parking uh, uh, multi-stories that I would be familiar with, you come out and you either have like 1A, 2A or 2B or whatever written on the wall, where you come out, there's nothing written on the wall, just two when you don't know where you left your car. Yeah. Okay, so you know. definitely within disabled spaces, it seems like a pointless exercise to clamp somebody. Uh, but in relation to clamping in general, do you believe that it's necessary at all? Uh, not really with modern technology and everything else. I think you could do a lot with. And if you recall, years ago, was it a suspect meningitis case down in Cork? Was it? And the parents of the child were clamped. That's why I remember that story, yes, yeah. You know, so like these guys are allowing to themselves. Like, and even I met one once and he, and I was just sitting in the car and he came over all aggressive and pumped up like as if he was, you know, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Terminator or something, you know? <laughs> well, see, the reason they brought in the clamps was because they used to have the traffic wardens, which they still do in some towns. Uh, they mm. used to have traffic wardens and people would get fines, but nobody was actually paying the fines. Uh, and people were ending up going to court and it was wasting court time. And it was, I think that was the main reason for it. Yeah, you see, for all those now, for example, that would pay, you know, your uh, tax online or all those mm-hmm. things, I'm sure because it's a government agency anyway, you could just add it onto their tax, you know? Yeah, we could figure out a way of taking it off them if they didn't pay it. Yeah, to save us yeah. doing all that court nonsense, yeah. Mm, okay, good good point. Because right. court cases are a disaster. Like, you know, yeah. you're wasting resources of the state, which could be better off to somewhere else. Yeah, on the real criminals, so to speak. Mm. Uh, listen, Patrick, thanks for that. Appreciate it. Okay, pa- Patrick believes that uh, they shouldn't be clamping in disabled spots, or, well, they should be certainly removing cars from disabled spots. Clamping doesn't actually achieve anything. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.